Today on ABC Devo, Whip It. Never heard of it. Hello and welcome to ABC Devo, the internet's only podcast where we analyze all the songs by Devo in alphabetical order. From fourth dimension to a wiggly world, which is the next episode. Sorry. What? Spoilers. Yeah, sorry. I, I couldn't uh, get too excited. I had to say it. Uh, I am John Ingle. Oh, that Joe Maisel. <laughs> I'm, I'm Pete Three Taylor. I am Rowdham Cowboy Tom Taylor. <laughs> you sure are. Yeah. And you know what? Today, guys, we're talking about Whip It, the song whip it from the album freedom of choice um from the year 1980 by diva i've heard of it mm-hmm. from that video that everybody's seen right mm-hmm. that and lily tomlin like so much oh i, I have the lily tomlin though. that's so depressing it's the Wait, only negative thing i've about. ever heard about lily tomlin she hated what? devo lily tomlin oh yeah she well had did uh, she? Who who asked? Who? How, how did this come who up? Who asked Lily Tomlin? <laughs> who asked you, Tomlin? Nobody <laughs> wanted your opinion. <laughs> there is a kind of thing though, like, hey, there's this new band on the scene uh, we, uh, called Devo. What does Lily Tomlin think about him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get me Tomlin, Tomlin on the horn. Yeah. She's my go-to for everything. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have gotten down with the Buzzcocks. <laughs> <laughs> um. The uh, she apparently you know saw the video for Whip It and uh, thought that it was horribly uh, misogynistic and and uh, uh, it's been said got them removed from uh, it's not Fridays it's not SNL what was like Midnight Special Midnight Special Thursdays oh <laughs> she was hosting a Midnight Special episode they were going to be on it she saw the video she said no they're not going to be on it and that wow. was it yeah. That's uh, that's crummy. That's too bad because I do love Lily Tomlin. Yeah, she just didn't and get I it. Strong feelings about Devo. Mm. Huh? Really? Was it here? Yeah, that we were just talking about all of me the other day. Yes, we were. Right. We I were talking like we about were, it. Yeah. That's like I mistakenly thought that I Steve Martin had won an Oscar. About all of all of me. All um, of me. All of me. <laughs> Shelley Duvall in All of Me. <laughs> <laughs> All of comma me. That's her, yeah. her uh, yeah, memoir, making the, working with Robert Altman. All of comma me. Um, it's like iRobot. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so whip it. Hey. <laughs> hey. You guys. Uh, hey. This is one of those songs where I see it. I'm like, which one is that again? And I'm like, I know. Mm. I'm having trouble with it. I think it's probably best known as being the kind of... Uh, punctuation the the riff of the song is a punctuation on a lot of the gags in the film the last american virgin hmm. like hey let's sneak into the girls locker room we got caught do 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 <laughs> and like <laughs> i'm picturing like a like a like a rotating cube wipe or something you know like a like a <laughs> toaster transition of some sort yeah <clears throat> last uh, american virgin a film i highly recommend to all okay. I like that movie. I've seen it. It has a great upbeat ending. Do I, I have to have yeah, seen all of the other American versions and really get it? Or is it... <laughs> no, it's a standalone. Yes. All right, good. <laughs> Typically, he is, a, he is a standalone. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, um, I I read this note, this uh, this wiki thing, like five or six times, and I don't understand. It's clobbering is... time to be cited. And this could could have something to do with why I don't really. I have a hard time parsing who's singing what always, and it's because of the song because they both sing in this song. Mm-hmm. But so it says Jerry alternates vocals with Mark in the first, second, fourth, and seventh verses, where Mark sings the lines "Give the pass a slip, break him on his back," when a problem comes along before the cream sets out along when something's going wrong when a good time turns around. Uh, but then in the music video, Mark lip syncs both his lines and some lines from Jerry's solo verses. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, and then somebody else was like, yeah, Gerald, Gerald's vocals begin and end this song. Jerry sings the third, fifth, and eighth verses. <laughs> so I was like, what? I'm trying to like do Wait, this math. It's actually funny because I was I was watching the video again for the first time in a long time, you know, getting ready for this. And I was like, oh, wait, is is Jerry actually singing any? Like, like I couldn't tell like who was singing when. Cause, like, normally it's really clear. Like, normally you can kind of tell between the between Mark and Jerry, but... I was like, wait, is 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 Jerry lip syncing Mark stuff and vice versa? And I guess maybe it is a little bit. So, yeah. Isn't isn't it just an editorial choice for the video? I think like, so. Who's, yeah. Whoever's on screen is the one yeah. singing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really gave it much thought, but I guess. Well, yeah. you should. <laughs> well, I, I am now because I'm doing a podcast about it. You're missing out on a lot of confusion. Keep up. Keep up. <laughs> you should think about it more, so you can be more confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a hand. All right, so let's go through a handful of other notes here. Um, what about all right? Here's a list of uh, some of the uh, versions of this song that they've re recorded for commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh-huh. we've got uh, Swift It, which is probably the most famous, yes, <laughs> which is a song for a commercial for Swippers, Strip It, which I don't know what that was for, Slip It, Zip It. Rip it. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. I just knew what the Swift it. I didn't know they did this multiple times. Yeah. They did Swift Wait, it. When you say it, they did it, it, did they actually it, have. Rip it. They were actually involved in like the recreation of these versions of the songs for these commercials? Yeah, because they or won't. Or they just let it be done? No, they, they won't. Um, oh, yeah. I guess they. I, don't, I think they were actually involved. It says, it says the wow. corporate versions include. And they won't, you know, they won't let anybody use any of the songs from the Warner Brothers albums because then they they'll re-record everything to so they get the money for yeah. the recording as well. Oh right. Um. So it could be that people are coming along and being like, "Can I use Whip It?" They're like, "No, but we give you a Zip It." Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So who who knows? I mean, you would think that they probably just have like you know the karaoke <clears throat> version queued up, and they just have to like throw in you know it's like 20 minutes of like like well you know when you have to tie it down you almost slip it okay send that to you know <laughs> send that to glad bags and we're good <laughs> we're rich man uh, cash and, cow this song is even more than i thought yeah. and uh, one more version to note is uh devo 2.0 hey devo 2.0 interestingly mm-hmm. no revisions to whip it yeah. And the video is uh. identical. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole is just whipping the clothes off people. Yeah. Ride them, cowboy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is also obviously uh, um, when... All right, so let's go, I guess, step through chronologically, maybe, these notes. 
Um, you know, this was, I think we've talked about it uh, from the from the 33 and a third book and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. um, they, you know, Warner Brothers was kind of disappointed with uh, uh, Duty Now and, and you know, everybody. <laughs> Duty. It was kind of a downer across the board. So like, you need a hit, otherwise you're out on your ass. And uh, so they, they, you know, fiddled with some stuff and they, you know, gave them some singles and Warner Brothers was like, great, this girl you want, that's going to be the number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> most of America, like Tom Taylor, did not, uh, <laughs> didn't really go for, for yeah. the girl you want that much. Totally minus. Didn't really chart. Uh, and so they're like, well, we're going to tour anyway because if we're going to get kicked out, we might as well, you know, like, let's wreck the place with a big party. <laughs> and then uh then they like uh what's his name cal rudman is a dj started playing whip it uh somewhere in the south i guess and then soon like several radio stations in the southeast like started playing whip it and then uh like within like a really short period of time they had to like cancel the rest of their tour and change the venues to like arenas <laughs> because they were just playing like theaters and they, they all of a sudden it was like, Oh no, wait, it was the Whippet band. Like everybody go. <laughs> nice. They must've gotten some interesting crowds in the uh, early part of that tour then. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is this? <laughs> they weren't all just uh, wearing white hoodies with blue uh, hard hats. The crowds. Right. <laughs> Who's with me? Men who make the music. Ma- oh, I think you're making a Soylent Green reference. No. <laughs> um, what else? Does, so that uh, then, when they did that, so then the, since then it's been a, a pretty much a staple of their live show. It's the song that everybody expects to hear. Um, and I, I had to, I looked up. Uh, did you guys know that? Uh, Devo played uh, a concert in June of this this year, this year of our uh, of our. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to Lord. trying to come up with something clever, more clever. Uh, I was like potato. Old God, I don't know. Anyway, 2018, <laughs> uh, June of 2018, they played a concert, and uh, and so Whippet was played there. So this song has been played this year. Um, although canonically, I want to note then that "Come Back, Johnny" was the last song of that set, so it's the last song that Devo has played to date. So if people oh, wow. were to like disappear off the face of the earth, everybody remember "Come Back, Johnny" is the last song they ever played Aww. in concert. Fine it's choice, kind of beautiful. And yeah. I believe uh, comedian and actor Fred Armisen was their drummer for that yeah. show. Yeah, oh, yeah, which is interesting. So if they disappear off the earth, their last drummer was Fred Armisen. That's right. I he's, guess he's a drummer of <laughs> note. Yeah, and he's exhausted. Apparently, this uh, drum part is just nothing but. Oh yeah, you know, hi hat the entire time. Um, good for him. And what else? Let's see. They, uh, I already talked about strip it, zip it, slip it, whip it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no changes for that. Um, that's pretty much all I had to say about this song. There's nothing much. To, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Wait. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, the, uh, the, there's also the, the, I, I hadn't realized this. I don't know if you guys knew this. And I feel like he, he's come up before, but Thomas Pynchon, um, mm-hmm. apparently the Whippet was uh, inspired by the, the poems in Gravity's Rainbow. Huh. I, mm-hmm. I, 
I got a huh, huh, and a mm-hmm. So yeah, it's in the thirty-three <laughs> and a third book, right? Oh, okay. I don't know. I got that Let's from see. a from trying a to catch a trick. According to Jerry, who wrote the lyrics, Whippet is a tongue-in-cheek pep talk satirizing hollow American optimism. I had been reading Thomas Pynchon's Gravity's Rainbow, and he had these limericks and poems in there that really made me laugh, where he was making fun of all the American capitalist can-do cliches. Horatio Alger, there's nobody else like you, you're number one, you can do it. And I was just trying to uh, my hand at it. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I mean, I knew the... That it was supposed to be sort of like a mid-century, like can-do attitude sort of uh, of sentiment right. that Whippet is. That's always been the misconception is that they were talking about, you know, untold other things besides that. But it was really yeah. just that. Yeah. I uh, did some research on a little uh, site called songmeanings.com. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, let me tell you. Now that we're uh, toward the end of this uh, this uh, project of ours, um, most of the Devo songs on songmeanings.com get like like a bi- a lot of comments would be like five comments. Mm-hmm. Whippet has forty six. Wow. <laughs> really? And then you're going to read them. Read them all. You. <laughs> you know, it Settling would be tempting everywhere. if a lot of them weren't really really foul. Uh, there's a lot of trolling for Whippet. Oh sure. Huh. Trolling I am going to read, whip it. <laughs> but and the <laughs> one I'm going to read is also a troll, but uh, it actually made me laugh. Because, uh, so uh, here I'm going to read what Oball said in regard to the many people who feel that Whippet is about masturbation. Um, uh, Oball on October 9th, 2005, said, People who think this song is about masturbation or S&M, please refer to the Devo song Mongoloid for a description of yourselves. (laughs) Wow. Well, all right. (laughs) He told them. Or us? I don't know. Somebody got told something. (laughs) Somebody got told. Yeah. Um... I mean, besides the title, what about the song suggests masturbation at all? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Well, <laughs> like, I don't, they just jump right on the title, and I just don't see anything else that suggests that. I get just, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cream? I don't yeah, uh, know. I've, I've heard when the cream sets out, before the cream sets out too long, which I, I think is you a make fantastic cream out of line. It. Just yeah, it's within great. The, within the. Outside of that Dietary context, so yeah, so when the cream sits out too long, you must whip it. That's that's a perfect, like when a problem comes along, you must whip it. Before the cream sits out too long, you must whip it. That's a, yeah, that's just wonderful. And it's a fantastic moment in the video because suddenly the woman's yeah. just holding a giant tub of, of whipped cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's should we beautiful. talk? Should we talk more about the video and how amazing it is? It's an amazing video. Because yeah. And it's, also it's, somewhat uncomfortable for a lot of reasons. Yeah, sure. Which is, which is exactly look, the intent. And part, part we're all ten years great. old, right? Yeah, but the right. casting, ten years old. It's crazy. We're ten years old in 1980, so cross-eyed yeah. Chinese girls would, are inherently funny. Yes. I just think the casting, like the woman, <laughs> that was me being edgy. Yeah. Uh, the the model. Yes. What's the model's name? I forgot her name. What? what? It's either Lumpy or Mawa. I forget. The model? 
the model? Yes. Well, <laughs> yes, that was my joke. You see, guys, I'm somebody still... said thought I said itchy, so I followed it up with other Chewbacca re- uh, relatives. Gotcha. Um. Anyway, I just feel like everyone's face is just per- perfect for whatever. And how did they express yeah. to these actors what they were going for? They just must have cast the perfect people because I can't imagine anybody in the video really understood what they were doing, right? Right. Like, right. how is Devo going to explain themselves to these, like, uh, day-rate <laughs> actors, you know? Right. So, uh, something amazing about just the look of the video. And so Jerry directed it, right? Is that right? I can't find any other credit for I the mean, director. You are correct, yes. That's a pretty amazing job. It's a, it's like a good little film. Yeah. You know, beyond is. being a great music video. I don't know. It makes me kind of want to have the conversation of what is the greatest music video, or maybe of, <laughs> at least of that era, and because this has got to be in the conversation to me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. not just because I, I like the apocalypse now. Really... Like, I don't think it's in the conversation. Oh no, you're that, right. I hate uh... to interrupt you, but Beyonce had one of the greatest videos of all time. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Sorry, it I, is I was true. supposed to say I'm going to let you finish. Sorry, oh, Taylor. That was the whole thing. I was like, I hate to interrupt. He doesn't say that. I couldn't think of it in, on the spot. I'm going <laughs> to finish. That's all right because I'm not Taylor Swift either. Right, so I'll go back and edit it so it sounds okay. like I was really <laughs> making a clever like, Kanye reference. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. But I think Devo had one of the greatest uh, music videos of all time. I don't know. I think the greatest videos of time usually had Morris Day in them. That's true. Those were pretty good. Because he was in a band called The Time. You got it, Tom. Thank you. Yay, two points for Gryffindor. Well, yeah, this is usually, you know, this usually shows up on some lists of, you know, things that made MTV MTV, essentially. Like the the people who kind of took advantage right away. Kind of been made, you know, either this made MTV or MTV made them or both, you know, kind of at the same time. Yeah. Um, Like Batman and the Joker. Right. So (laughs) I just want to get to the chronology of this, though, real quick, too. So the song comes out in 1980. Mm -hmm. It gains popularity, as you said, sort of unexpectedly. Then they make the video, right? Oh, really? I think Uh, presumably. It shouldn't. Have, it couldn't have been the plan to make the video, right? Because they didn't what? think it was going to be the. And videos weren't the thing yet. Even MTV wasn't on the air yet. So really, you make only made the videos for your singles, right? And this well, wasn't was, initially going to be the single. I think it was like they gave them like three things. You know, they're like, all right, yeah. we're, you know, we want, uh, you know, girl, you want freedom of choice and and whip it to be the singles. And they're like, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is just like, oh, all right, well, definitely we'll go with girl you want, and then like. You know, eventually, this was <clears throat> slated to be the a single, but they weren't kind of you know, it wasn't going to be the big, uh, well, yeah, big single. It wasn't going to be the big push. But the, but it had to have gained some popularity before the video, I would think, or they wouldn't put as much money into the video, not thinking it was going to be the big single. Well, I don't know. It the seems point... like they made a ton of videos, regardless of you know. Yeah. How, like, I don't know if every video that they had made before now was to a single. Yeah. I mean, like, Day My Baby Gave Me a Surprise. Is that going to be a single or was it a single? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But it's I, kind of I, nice I to know how, a, how ahead of their time they were as far as making a volume of videos. Yeah. It's like, who has the money to make those when you don't really have that much of an outlet for it yet? 
Mm-hmm. You know, so MTV comes along. But then my question is, was the controversy about the lyrics or the misconceptions about the lyrics, did those predate the video or were they a result of the video? Hmm. Because then if they were, if, in my mind, they have to predate the video because they seem to be sort of making fun of the misconceptions through the content of the video. I know this is all very kind of confusing, but <laughs> to me, it's a very difficult yeah. thing to do for a bunch of critics to go, oh, this song is misogynistic. And they said, oh, well, I'll give you a misogynistic. And then they make a video that's playing off of the misconceptions, even though they claim that that's never was the intent, that those misconceptions were not the actual meaning of the song. Well, were so people me, saying it's kind that of like it was misogynistic weird... before the video? Were they just saying that I'm the song sure. was misogynistic? I have no idea. That's what I'm kind of getting at. Like, yeah. because if they, okay, so then if it's all a misconception that the song is misogynistic, isn't it very weird that they made a video that's kind of openly misogynistic? Now, I'm not saying that that was their intention. They're obviously doing it in a satirical way, but yeah. it seems as though they're pushing a button purposefully, having some knowledge of what they're doing. But otherwise, wouldn't it just be, I don't know. I, I feel like I've even heard them say that they were kind of pushing buttons because they knew people had taken the song wrong. Hmm. At least the masturbation thing, certainly. That yeah. mystery certainly come up, I'm sure. I don't know. I just, it is a, conv- it's, it's one of those questions I'm asking that might be a more confusing to ask <laughs> and not so easy to answer. But uh, to me, there's kind of a weird chronology there I can't quite put my finger on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what came, it's a chicken egg thing, you know, a little bit with right. what's the meaning of the song versus what was the meaning of the video and how people yeah. took it and. It is weird to think about, you know, like if, if they say, yeah, the video or the, the song is just about, you know, you know, making fun of like, you know, go get them kind of attitudes and stuff, all that that Jerry was saying. Uh-huh. Then to get this video out of it is weird. I mean, it's not yeah. weird for them. I mean, they have they that's their bread and butter. They love doing this kind of stuff. But uh, I wonder what the thought process was. I kind of what you're asking, John, like, are they just trying to. You know, hey, instead of the video having anything to do with like the actual kind of fun that we're having with these, you know, you know, the inspirational poster kind of baloney, uh, let's just let's have a guy whipping a woman's clothes off and there'll be some like drunk, you know, cowboys and stuff. And it'll be awesome. Well, are they are they saying that the general, you know, nature of people that subscribe to those sort of go get them (laughs) attitude sort of things? That's what they are really all about. I mean, there's there's also the yeah. Reagan there's also the Reagan commentary going on with the cowboy motif. That's, oh, that's clearly cool. what you know. We know that they were uh, somewhat obsessed with Reagan and the fear of him becoming president at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think they even said that Reagan was on their mind when they made the video as far as um, you know using the old West motif because of his uh, you know history as an actor. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, are they also are they also saying, oh well, guys like Reagan, deep down, they're really all about just this misogynistic, um, machoistic attitude. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. they were saying in the video. And then, unfortunately for them, a lot of people like Lily Tomlin took the video as them being <laughs> the people with that attitude. And yeah. I don't know, not really, unfortunately for them, because in the end, it generated co- controversy and probably helped them. Mm-hmm. Uh, become more popular in the video, get more views and so on. So anyway, I don't know. I just think it's an inch. It's a really fascinating video and fascinating, like artifact of the time 
especially considering it's weird to think that it came it was made before MTV. It seems perfect for oh there's this place to put this thing, but really it was actually kind of a you know an actual artistic statement that didn't have much uh, intention as far as publicity. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have other than playing on I don't know some late night talk show or something. <laughs> anyway. Well, yes. Is, hey, is Joe still there? <laughs> Where are you at, Joe? He's like, he's like literally <laughs> he's in another room. Apparently. <laughs> Go get him, Joe. <laughs> oh, that measle. <clears throat> really, I can't see him sitting out too long. Yeah. I That's their mom, isn't it? What? That woman, nope. uh, the woman with the, uh, with the, with the whipped cream. I think that's her mom. No. The, this is mother's paw. I think so. Is it really the mother's paw? Mother? I always heard that. I the find it, mom. I find it very odd that this, if that is mother's true, that this is the first time I'm hearing about it. This, I don't really? know. I'm looking it up. All Look right. Up, um, you guys talk about Devo. I'm going to look that's up. That's mother's paw's mother. <laughs> <laughs> the mother of all paws. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't see how I could know the name of Spaz Attack and not know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never heard that before, Tom. Features, stuff, football practice. Yeah, that's how Tom looks things up. He wait, he, that was Ava Gardner. Asleep. He falls asleep <laughs> and digs into his subconscious <laughs> in a dreamlike state. Yup. Really, so all knowledge actually facts. resides inside his brain. So what'll be really interesting is if it's not true, then where did I get the idea that it was their mom? Hmm. Well, I mean, they do use their father in a lot of stuff, so it yeah. would make sense yeah. that they would use. I mean, yeah, it's not out of the question that it would happen. Right. So what, that would be Mrs. General Boy. Mm. Mrs. Boy. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> now I'm going to be all distracted for the rest of the episode trying to prove myself. <laughs> So, so we're all just going to sit here quietly and wait until you have the answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> Can't have a show. Because that's good radio. Uh, we're on the radio? What? Uh, anyway, anyway. I give up. Yeah. Yes. I have a question. Sure. Sure. It's, theoretical, it's not theoretical, but it's a, it's a, it's a general. How many, mm. how many instances are there of a band... Uh-huh. And their their most popular song is actually one of their best songs, or possibly their best song. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you, you're tipping your hand a little bit as far as yeah, I am, you, maybe. how you feel about this song. But yeah, it is weird. Mean, it's yeah. odd. I don't think it happens that often because then it also like it makes it hard to be cool about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Like I know my I don't know if this is still true, but it, like probably around the time this mo- this uh the song came out actually uh Joe Jackson had the single Steppin' Out. Sure. And my wife is a big Joe Jackson fan, and she was like, I hate that song because that's not him. That's not his regular thing, and then everyone loves it and they think that's what he does, but that's not like, you know, indicative <laughs> of his usual stuff. And, and most of his stuff is so much cooler than this. Um Sitting on the dock of the bay uh, for Otis Redding. It's a kind of similar thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. It's like, I'm the one that wants to be with you by Mr. Big. That's not what they found at all. (laughs) People, like, they buy the rest of the album. They're like, what is this stuff? But then, okay, for each of those, then, like, there might be, like, you know, 1999 by Prince comes on. You're like, okay, 1999, top 40. Then you listen to it, and you're like, 
this is the best song I've ever heard in my entire life. This thing's incredible. Oh my God. No wonder people love this song. And, uh, so it does happen, it seems like, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes songs yeah. become popular based on merit. Right. On yes. actually being really good songs. Prince is a good yeah. example. Many of his songs are very popular and very, very good. And yes. I think Whippet qualifies. I think this song became popular because it was so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of those weird times where the vast majority of American music listeners all agreed <laughs> that a song was good, yeah. that it was actually yeah. good. I don't know why, and this is random, but it just occurred to me, not occurred to me, uh, I was just reminded of how really good Thriller is. Well, the I was going to bring Thriller, yeah. Well, the album, well, the album, it, it, the I, album well, and the song, the song yeah. features Vincent Price rapping on it. I, I think I, I share Pete's uh, shrugging sound that he's making. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys are wrong. Although I did, <laughs> I did just Thriller is three the... things, right? No, go ahead. What? Thriller is three things? It is. It's the name of the album. It's right. the name of a song, and it's the name of a video, right? Yeah, which right. stands alone from the song. Really, I, I mean, think the video is the best thing of those. Yes. Whoa, really? Um, Vincent Price raps on Thriller. <laughs> um, I don't know how many times rapping? I need to repeat that sentence to you before you realize that <laughs> anything you could say disparaging would immediately be wrong. Okay. <laughs> Guys, the official ranking of best thrillers is album, video, song. Come on, the album's really? amazing. Are you kidding? I see. I don't know. May, I, I, may, uh, I don't know. I'm not oh, really into wow. I like Beat It. I like the song Beat It. And I like what's like some of that off the wall stuff. Like uh, Off the Wall is really good, too. Off the Wall is a great album. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, I think but it's yeah, like, I'm Off the Wall thriller. thriller. They're both very good albums. Let's see. Yeah. Let me okay. see something. Baby Be Mine, Girl Is Mine, Thriller, Beat It, Billie Jean, Human Nature. The Girl Is Lady Mine is the life. only song on there I don't. Well, Lady My Life's not so great either. The The Girl Is Gone, like uh, The Girl Is Mine, is my least favorite song on that album. But I think all no, the no, no. I'm listening to Paul McCartney and uh, Michael Jackson having some fun. Uh, I'm down with that all day. Well, they have another song that's much better <laughs> than that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they're also bittersweet now. Mm-hmm. See them have say, a fun. He, he certainly wasn't stashing kind of, uh, you know, filler in the, uh, like, to have, like, Human Nature and PYT be, like, tracks three and four on side two. It's not, it's not <laughs> trying to hide anything. Oh, those Good, are, I, I like both of those song. songs a lot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, how do we get to talking about that? Like, we have, like, so much stuff oh. we could talk about. Like, like one of those my... songs where it's just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, not much to say about this. Whatever. We're talking about now we're talking about like, Michael Jackson. we got talking about Thriller. Although, well, I, I, thought we, I actually thought we would talk about Thriller today because yeah. of the video. <laughs> I thought we would be, <laughs> when talking about greatest videos, we might bring up Thriller. I didn't know mm. we were going to do it this roundabout way, but yeah. Well, we got there. That's what's important. There you go. Mer- merit-based popularity is what was the mm-hmm. subject. And oh, I found the name of the uh, whipped lady. Oh, yeah? Uh, Shayla Spitz Kalmus. Wow. She does. That's she a mouthful. Does. According to this, she does, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Not Mrs. Mothersbaugh. Well, that's a different lady. Well, no, this is the, the, the woman getting her clothes Oh, the, off. the model. Well, who's yeah. the model? I don't know. Is it that what you were trying I to still do? don't know. Not well, on Angela was the mom. The question really is, who's the boss? Right, still Angela. I think we all know who the, the world is. may never know. Mm. But the real question is, what was really happening? 
I thought you were going to say, what, what's the boss? <laughs> what's the boss? Yeah. Nobody ever asks, why the boss? <laughs> Nobody ever asks, how the boss? Yeah, how's the boss? There's many questions to be asked concerning the boss. How's the boss? Eh. Hey, what are the jeans they're wearing in this video? With the little triangle. Is that, is that, I don't think that's Jordash. Is that, guess. is it guess? Okay. Little triangles are guess. All right. Uh, okay, Lee. <laughs> no, no. We're no those are, that's a, like a leather thing. Wranglers are also a little leather thing on the pocket. Yeah. Levi's, oh, of yeah, course, Lee was, a yeah. little canvas. You guys should put the belt through the Lee, couldn't you? Yeah, if you were, you if were you were a, a total dork, dork. yeah. I was a total dork, oh, yeah, so that's what too, I did. Of course. Hey, it's like a free belt loop. Look at me go. <laughs> All right. So we've established, coming up, Taylor. <laughs> so we've established that they were Lee jeans then. They were they were guest jeans. Okay. Uh, Wrangler. <laughs> that was a, I, 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 there's a bit like that. And I, think, yeah, I think I, it's Bruce Baum. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I think it's, uh, oh, maybe it is Bruce Baum. You're right. I was, I was thinking it was a uh, Skippy from Family Ties. So it was Mark Price. Uh, it was just like, aren't the, career. There's a parody of the Bugle Boys jeans commercial. Aren't those Bugle Boy jeans? No guess. And they oh, went boy. on and on. Right. I steal like... my bits from bad stand-up stand-up stuff from 1990. <laughs> Bruce Baum wasn't bad. And he was he was a hard worker. Um, I will give you the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I always like that critique of a comedian. Hey, he works really hard. Yeah. At his um... day job. <laughs> yep. Yeah, still. To this day, because he's not funny. So what? I, I think it's this is the opposite of what we knew. Like like I said, we we normally we have these problems with songs that are, you know, uh, nothings that are obscure or bad or terrible. But like this is almost the opposite. It's like, well, what else is there to say about Whippet that we can't say about? It's almost like too. It's too Devo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, it is kind of like describing a monolith. I mean, it kind of like there's. It's just too big. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I will say that I have a concise like... thing to say. Okay, all right. It's uh, it's a great song, but there are also a lot of different parts to it, and all the parts are great. Yeah, like all the different movements within the song are really awesome. Like from beginning to end, the song keeps doing different stuff, and all the different stuff it does is good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that sentence, everybody. <laughs> it didn't work out as well as I wanted it to. Um, but yeah, like the. I don't know, like oh somebody on uh, on the um on the Smart Patrol our group on on Facebook was asking what are the best openings of Devo songs like what are the best like beginnings of any Devo song and I think this is right up there yeah right. That, um, and that continues through the entire song that that like I don't are those sixteenth notes or the eighth notes I don't know but just uh, on the hi hat the entire time that's incredible oh that Alan mm, oh that Alan. He's Alan it. that O. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's 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 hard to you know like again going back to the chicken and the egg thing. Like, is this mm -hmm. like do we like this because it's good Devo or do we like Devo because of this good? No, I mean for me, this actually made it harder. <laughs> the popularity of the song made it hard for me to like this song for a long time. Like I had that that block in me where it was like, oh, whip it. Like I'd rather listen to some other Devo songs that I haven't heard a trillion times everywhere. But mm -hmm. so to me, it actually came back to the, t you know, 
high on the list after years of trying to keep it down kind of and not yeah. listening to it very much. So to me, yeah. it, that actually kind of solidifies it even more as a great song because I, I resisted it for well, some you time. You can't escape it. You, you don't want to be the guy it. who likes whip it. Uh, only like yeah. pedestrian Devo people like whip it. You know, you have that dumb mm-hmm. idea in your head. We've all had about numerous different bands and songs, I'm sure. Um, so this one actually sort of fought its way back to the, to the top of the heap for me. So I think it's just because it's such a great song. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a bonus that it's from Devo. Yeah. It's just, it'd be a great, be, it could be like a great one hit wonder kind of thing or something from some random band, right. which many um, would argue it is actually. To, oh, I was, was just a uh, stuff you should know about one hit wonders. And technically this Devo is a one hit wonder band because All right. this, this is their only sales. top 40 hit, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so being a hit band doesn't mean much, I guess. Right, right. Because if you could have yeah. the output that Devo has had and still be considered a one-hit wonder, then it's kind of, who cares? You're thinking about the wrong stuff. That's yep. what that shows. Exactly. Yeah. You tell them, Taylor. Yeah. Whip it good, you freaks. <laughs> I guess that's weird, though. Like, yeah, so, so why... Why did this hit so hard with so many people when it's not drastically different from a lot of other Devo excellent stuff? Is it? Or maybe it is. I don't know. I think I don't want to overthink this, but Please my do. guess is uh, a bunch of guys sang a catchy song and wore funny hats while they did it. And mm-hmm. it, it happened. It happened twice before. <laughs> But not no that happened once before, and yeah, prior to MTV. MTV, I mean, I think it's a confluence of things, you know. So uh, they they created a really great album with a with this particular really great song, made a really great video, and then MTV happened. It was a huge phenomenon right off the bat. And And I would also say that I would also say that uh, are the other two times you're referring to uh, Freedom of Choice and Girly One, right? It, but like girl you one is not as catchy i think it's a i prefer it as a song but i don't think it's as catchy hmm. like i don't think hmm. if you're sick yeah. like you could hear whip it once and you will have heard whip it all you need to to know whip it girl mm-hmm. you one is something that you know like it takes a few times to get stuck in your head um i think that whip it i, I mean i think that a lot of it is just it's presented at it's I don't think it is a novelty song, but I think it's presentation mm. was as a novelty song. Mm. Um, mm. Like I can guarantee you um, that like every VJ in the early days of MTV were not saying. And now the, you know, the conceptual art band Devo with Whippet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that the, I think what Whippet is, is it's well, maybe actually... Martha Quinn was. She's pretty cool. <laughs> she was cool. Uh, I think Whip It is actually kind of like a perfect little pop music machine, but there's no way they could have known that beforehand. It's sort of one of those things that was discovered after the fact. You know, people try to make hits, and sometimes they can because there's a certain formula to it, and sometimes songs become massive hits that nobody could have ever guessed. But in hindsight, you go, well, that's pretty much a perfect little pop song, and I think Whip It's one of those. They couldn't have known it beforehand, but they accidentally kind of ran into one, and... You know, there's probably qualities to it that are very similar to a lot of songs that followed that became sort of copycat songs, even if they didn't sound exactly like Devo. A lot of things that hit in the 80s probably were kind of in Whippet's wake to a certain extent. 
Um, so I don't know. Whippets Wake. Whippets Wake is it's very it's really <laughs> it's depressing. Really unpenetrable. It's really <laughs> like the most impenetrable of Joyce's work, which is saying something, you know. Joyce to wit. <laughs> Joyce to wit. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't she couldn't write a sentence of her life. <laughs> it does have a nice intro by well, John Ritter though. Sure. So at least we nice. Mm-hmm. A little forward by John Ritter. What's a little forward? Of him? Um, <laughs> he was always a little forward. Yeah. I'm really surprised those two girls wanted to live with him because if you think about it, I, I can only imagine the stuff, how uncomfortable the stuff was off camera. <laughs> <laughs> only imagine. Um, what? Uh, I just had something to say. I know I can't remember it. Does it regard killing a baby today? Nope. <clears throat> um, well, then. Does that concern grading Whippet? Oh, it might be. <laughs> I don't find it grading. Oh, weird. Um, the But, yeah, I guess we should because it was running along for a bit. Uh, <clears throat> well, I, it, I mean, I find it hard to not give it an A+. Plus. Is that... Is that uh, no, I mean, that, that makes perfect sense. There's no, there's We're going to no, think you're not cool. There's no real argument. You like it too that, much. Right? I know. I once made a, uh, speaking of all that, I once made a, uh, uh, a mixtape, a Devo mixtape for uh, for our all of our friends, Song Riddle. Uh, he was like, oh, yeah. oh, I want to hear some Devo. And I was like, great, I'll make you a mix. And I made him a mix. And of course, I, I you know, half to be cool and half to be like, well, you don't need it. You've heard it everywhere. And like, I didn't put whip it and i think or satisfaction on there mm-hmm. uh because it's like well you you they're everywhere you don't need that for me and when i gave it to him he's like wait a minute where's whip it i was like well i didn't <laughs> well, I, well I, of course i want to hear diva i want to i want to hear whip it he tosses so it on the ground stops on it yeah exactly i was like no but i included you know the b-side of no he doesn't care <laughs> you're not my friend <clears throat> i asked you to do one thing <laughs> Um, so, you, so you're giving it an A plus? I give it an A plus, yeah. Yeah, me too. Tom? Me too. Me I'm, too gonna give it an, I'm giving it an A. Weirdo. Yep, well. Why do you hate Whip It, Joe? Because <laughs> he, uh, he sits from like somewhere you can't see, in the top of the greenest tree or something. Joe's um, sending out an aroma of undefined love. You know, I mean, I've nothing, like, Whip It's a great song. Whip It's definitely an A song. Um... And from to many people, I suppose it's an A plus song. But like, there's just other Devo songs that I prefer. Um, there are a lot of them I prefer, and you, you know, the, there. Is, I think we can all agree that there is something of a double edged sword to Whip It. Like for everybody who heard Whip It and thought, "I want to know more about this band," there are five people who said, "Oh." Whip it, that band with the by those guys with the flower pots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's great, um, but it's just like I mean, but you know if if yeah, when push comes to shove, it's not my favorite Devo song, and it's not my favorite Devo song even on Freedom of Choice. It's a song I love, but it's more of a song I love for its place in my life than it is because of the quality of the song. Also, final point. Devo doesn't need like Whippet doesn't need my A plus. <laughs> it's doing just right. fine. Yeah, it really is. I mean, like if I don't, you know, 
<laughs> I could say I hate Whip It, and I don't. People would still go out and listen to Whip It. Mm-hmm. All right, it's true. I guess you have a point. There you go. I'm taking my I'm taking my Whip It stand. It's a lot more like sensible than than somebody's girl. <laughs> oh, you I used stand. to do a lot of Whip It stands back in college. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till our second to last episode to be weird about a great song, so I can only make fun of you for one episode. That's that really annoying. That was his whole strategy. I can guarantee yeah. you history will be on my side, Tom Taylor. Well played, Mazel. Uh, so, hey, guess uh, I, <laughs> this is somewhere on uh, Spotify. We'll put it in I'm Spotify. really surprised to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it might be on about 7,000 80s compilation CDs, too. <laughs> Spotify are on. Oh, no. It's the robot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Must kill Joe Maisel for not liking Whippet enough. <laughs> so, do you want to replace him for the last show? I have an idea for a fourth. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> I could be Paul. <laughs> Why does this robot just talk like a very, very, very tired person? <laughs> Spotify, have you done something with your hair? Would you guys be interested in maybe doing a. Oh, I don't know. Wall of Voodoo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it Floor. My friend Al. Roof and Walls of Voodoo. My friend Al Go Rhythm loves Wall of Voodoo. <laughs> so much. <laughs> and also B-52s. <laughs> Have you heard the good news about Sparks? <laughs> 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 All right, you jack and apes. <laughs> it's this is going to be such a letdown from that now. No, um, <laughs> talking heads. Whip it, yeah. Next up, ooh, boingo, close, boingo, close, close. Uh, first, love to love Tom, me, baby Tom by Tom Tom Club. Yep, Roadrunner. New feeling Tom. by Talking Heads. Then Keish Lorraine <laughs> by B52s. Oh my God, where's Wall of Voodoo? Not uh, there. Where's Roadrunner? Um, no, Beautiful World by. Uh, Marshall oh, Swivelheads, English beat. Uh, oh. an Ugly Girl, Tom Tom Club, Once in a Lifetime Live, with Talking Heads, Girl You Want, My Devo, Making Plans for Nigel, All You Ever Think About Is Sex, Genius of Love, Cosmic Thing. Um, well, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, it's fine. But they, the, the Spotifyer brings out all its favorite hits for yeah, Whippet. It's, it's, you know, it's Whippet. Um, it is. So that's that, everybody. Um, we have one episode left over here. Whoa. We've also we're, we're wrapping it up. Uh, we're having the wrap party over on the, the Patreon feed. So if you want to support us, do that. Um, you can just kick in once and get the whole deal. Binge it all in a month. It's only six bucks. Uh, but then we'll be back on Thursday for our very last episode of ABC Devo. Goodbye, freedom of choice. We don't have that anymore. It's, it's gone now. You no longer have it.